comic book fans welcome to the sunspots comics podcast issue number 191 where we recommend and lovingly review the best of the new comic books that just came out new comic book day wednesday january 9th in this particular podcast it may melt your face with its metal i could it may actually take your face off (laughs) see what i did there (laughs) i am joined by my trusty sidekick co-host ian yarrington how's it going ian Hey man, I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me on again. Nice. Oh, of course. You're welcome, man. Love to have you on. I am your friendly neighborhood host, Chris Latori. We hope that you and yours are just doing good and doing well, as always. Please hit the subscribe button to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Check out all of our past podcasts on our giant podcast feed. And please follow us on either Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, and YouTube at Sunspots Comics. And where can they find you? They can find me at uh, Twitter, uh, Ian D. Yarrington, or uh, just email me direct, ebombs at gmail. I also do reviews at Comic Book, so if you want to read about some indie comics, that's usually what I write about, so head on over. Nice. Comicbooked.com. And I always like to start the show with some humble thank yous. Most importantly, thank you to you. The listener, thank you so much for listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Whether you're just trying us out and this is your first time, or you're one of our Sunspots Comics loyalists, seriously, thank you for choosing the Sunspots Comics Podcast. And right, Ian, there's only, what, 9.7 billion podcasts or something? Oh, yeah, 9.8, something like that. <laughs> oh, it just went up. <laughs> and also, thank <laughs> you. second it goes up, I just, like. it, it, The needle just moved. Uh, and also, thank you to our friend Nick Papa George for singing our sweet Sunspots Comics theme song. Please check out his solo singing stuff on Facebook.com slash PopDs and his band Solution at Facebook.com slash Solution Reggae. If you love reggae music, island-style flavoring kind of rock, with uh, some great guitars just kind of infused into just feel-good music. You're going to love the sounds of my buddy Nick Papa George and his band Solution. So thank you, Nick. We appreciate it. And thank you to our sponsor, Pop-Up Tea. Check out their super giant selection of nerdy t-shirts at popuptea.com. They've got it all, right? Oh, yeah. Tons of stuff, man. And Uh, then some, right? Just so much. And don't forget to use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you'll get 25% off of any shirt order. That's right, even the clearance stuff. So thank you very much to PopUpT.com. And also, thank you to a podcast listener. We have a a podcast listener that spent some time to give us just a lovely five-star review on iTunes. I want to thank Hysterical and Witty. That's the name, Hysterical and Witty. They shared some lovely kind words uh, about me and the Sunspots Comics podcast. They even pointed out that they really love to hear comic book recommendations for comics that they didn't even know came out. And, you know, that's what we do here, right, Ian? (laughs) Yeah, read everything. (laughs) Yes, that is our mission. We read a lot. But seriously, thank you to Hysterical and Witty for just taking the time to give us a wonderful five-star review on iTunes. It really means a lot to me personally. Thank you. And don't forget, send me your physical address to chris at sunspotscomics.com so I can mail you a little comic book prize pack. It's just, it's filled with comic books and other just comic book fun stuff. So uh, please hit us up and thank you again to Hysterical and Witty for the lovely review. We appreciate it. 
Which, by the way, hysterical and witty is a hysterical and witty name. <laughs> right. I laughed when I when I read the the name. Right. So, so thank you, hysterical and witty. And uh, now it's free comic book time. I actually have a free digital copy of Conan the Barbarian, issue number one from Marvel. It's written by Jason Aaron. Stunning art by Mahmoud Azrar. This was our number one pick, cover artist, and artist winner of the week for the Sunspots Comics, issue number 190. So we highly recommend Conan. Highly, highly recommend, man. Oh, I can't wait for, I think next week, Conan 2 comes out. So yeah, get that code, read number one, and then go get number two. It's going to yes. be amazing. I can't wait. I can't wait. All yeah. you have to do is to, to win this free digital comic book of Conan issue number one. Just be the first person to grab this digital code that I'm about to read, right? In about ten seconds. You take that code, you go to marvel.com slash redeem, and you punch it in to see if you won. It's that easy. So here we go. Listen carefully. The digital comic book code is M as in Mary, 6, 7, P as in Paul, O is in Orange, R is in Roger, E is in Edward, G is in George, Y is in Yellow, 6-1, F as in Frank. So there you go. By the way, this code expires December 1st, 2019. And just to, all you got to do is just grab that code and go over to marvel.com slash redeem to see if you win. And by the way, there are still some unclaimed codes available. Just listen to past Sunspots Comics podcasts that are on our feed to get those codes. And if you win, don't forget, please hit me up at Sunspots Comics on everything so I can give you a shout out and let other listeners know that the code has been taken. So now let's make a superhero landing. Oh, man, I'm going to need some ice for that. <laughs> yeah, we're getting old. We're getting uh, old. Our knees are... We're not the landings as well as we used to. I know. Our knees are brittle. Why do we do it? Um, but as we land right into the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue 191, starting out with some stuff that's been floating around in our nerdy brains. The Nugget of Nerd, lodged deeply in our front nerdy frontal lobes, is a couple of congratulations. First, to the animated feature Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse for winning a Golden Globe for Best Animated Film. I mean, wow. That's just, uh, I mean, to, to, to be in that, the hallowed walls, the, the harrowed hall of the Golden Globes, and to have Spider-Man in there just, just gives me a, a nerdgasm and, and makes my spider sense tingle. What do you think, Ian? Yeah, I, I would like to say I was surprised, but come on. I mean, yeah. it, the only thing that surprised me is that out of all of the great animated movies, they still couldn't touch it. Yeah. It was so good. It was just, uh, in my opinion, it was the closest thing to perfect that I've seen from an animated film. Right. I wonder if it's even in some areas of uh, the award stuff will just sort of lose the animated title, right? If it's just given as a film. I wonder that too, yeah. Or like script and stuff like that, but man... I'll, I'll take what I can get, and I know that it's probably going to swoop the uh, the Emmys and stuff like that. If they have any animated, uh, you know, a- a- animated awards in the Emmys, it'll swoop that too. Yeah, we haven't seen the last of it, right? For the award winning, it's going to be continually mentioned, and yeah, and I hope the dollars just keep rolling in, which means greenlit for every other sort of Spider-Man related Spider-Verse animated feature film. Just go, go, go. That's 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 my hope. So congratulations. Yeah. Uh, I hope that it pumps up uh, DC animated and stuff like that, too, because DC's always had really good animated movies, and I think maybe now people pay more attention, hopefully. Yeah, they need to make some great ones. They've got plenty of good ones, right? They need to make a great one, like like Into the Spider-Verse. 
I agree. I agree. Let's kick the fires. And secondly is a congratulations to the Aquaman film and the DCU, of course, for hitting the, the 1.21 gigawatt gillion mark. <laughs> they got all the monies. They hit the billion dollar mark. And I, I think that's just fantastic. It says a lot. I think what's most important is it's just scrambling the DCEU to greenlight every movie they ever dreamed of, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think they... I think they need to take a look at uh, Flash again, personally. I agree. But, uh, yeah, I think you're right. They're just like, oh, God, wh- what can we do? Throw it all out there. Birds <laughs> right. of Prey, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> Harley Quinn, I'm sure they got Margot Robbie working on something right now. They just called her up as soon as it hit a billion. They were like, guess what? We're doing it all. Yeah, they're like, hey, remember that uh, Mr. Mitzaplik movie we were thinking about? Let's go with it. Yeah. Green light. <laughs> Green light. Let's do everything. We got, you know, whatever we can think of in our brain. Let's just, yeah, whatever's in the in the bank. Let's go with it. But hey, you know, they, they got to wait till the the check cash, you know, clears the bank. That's that's DC's way, I guess, and that's fine. So, uh, Aquaman, thanks for making all the money to to make all those street lights green and give everything a go. So, congratulations, yeah. right? Yeah, and thanks, Jason Momoa, for making the, uh, you know, the nerdy guy that talks to fish be pretty much the coolest guy on earth. Right. I mean, could you ever imagine you'd say those words out loud that, you know, Aquaman's like a successful film that's greenlighting other movies? Like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's still weird to say the words, but I'm so happy, so nerd proud, and it's just, I'm just giddy that uh, it's just going to mean more comic book movies. And hopefully of this caliber, of this level, you know, we got Wonder Woman 1984 uh, coming out, and let's just bring it on, DC. Let's, let's go. Green light. Let's go. Yeah, I think the one thing that I would tell DC if, you know, because of course they listen to the podcast. Yes, uh, they do. <laughs> get a Kevin Feige. You need somebody to rein in all these movies and have them all um, flow in the same direction. I think Kevin Feige is what's made Marvel uh, films so incredible, and that's what DC needs to do. So if they do that, rein in all these movies and just make them, you know, make them uh, more coherent uh, as a universe, oh man, we're in. We're in for some trouble. They'll just take all my money. That's right. Good. Yeah, we'll have no money left. I, I agree. They need a ringleader, right? I mean, they kind of had Jeff Johns, but I don't know. He dips his toe in, and then he kind of takes his toe out, and he's like, no, I'm the president of this now. And I'm, you know, like, the, but you're right. They need kind of a, a consistent ringleader person to kind of feige the, the DC world. <laughs> the, yeah. Yeah. And I think he needs to be more of on the film side. And no offense to Jeff Johns, but. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Needs to focus on the film side of things. But hey, yeah. thank you, Aquaman. Congratulations, Aquaman, and uh, you're opening doors, right? You're you're le- allowing us to swim into deeper water. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that, Aquaman. And the last thing that's floating around inside of our nerdy brains is I'm actually making my very own comic book called Zombie Destroyers. And I created Zombie Destroyers. I'm doing the writing and the lettering. Art is by Jordan Hudson, which I gotta say. Uh, Juan, our previous uh, artist, it uh, he moved on to other things. Um, I'm sad it didn't work out, Juan, um, at Young Minded Giant, by the way, on everything. You're a fantastic artist, and I wish the best for you. But uh, we're focusing more on just art from Jordan, which uh, I'm happy to, to have him kind of reoriented and back on board. And please follow Jordan's beautiful art on everything. It's at Skablad, S-K-A-B-L-A-D-D. So Zombie Stories is kind of kicking into another notch, into another speed. We're putting it into the sixth gear. So I'm super excited. Also follow our colorist, uh, Caroline Nolasco at Carol N. Art. But thank you to all the Zombie Destroyers 
Bears team uh, for making my dream of creating a comic book become a reality. And if you want a glimpse and, and just gl gaze at the glory that is Zombie Destroyers, go over to my website. It's sunspotscomics.com and click on Zombie Destroyers. You'll see three colored sample pages. Good stuff, right, Ian? Absolutely, yeah. And by the way, Skablad is probably the coolest uh, handle I've heard in a while. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I, when he first told yeah. me what it was, because he was something before, and he changed it, and I was like, "Oh, dude, that's that just rolls off the tongue. I like that, Skablad. It's, you know, it's yep. like a, it's a, you know, it's a comic book action word. It's great. <laughs> but I'm sure it means something else. But anyway, uh, thank you again, Zombie Destroyers. Check it out. Go to SunspotsComics.com. And next, just a quick mention of our segment called Spotlighting. Spotlighting is the interview part of our Sunspots Comics podcast where I share some great conversations that I had with some amazing comic book creators. For example, check out the spotlighting interview I'm very proud of. It's the interview with comic book artist and movie director Troy Nixie. He is an artist of a comic book that we, Ian and I, both love called Vinegar Teeth. What can you say about Vinegar Teeth, Ian? Uh, the the over-the-top craziness of the <laughs> world, the uh, character design that's just crazy and over the top and uh yeah the yeah, vinegar teeth the main characters just some weird gelatinous ball of like something i don't a even goop. know it's yeah just, the yeah, best way is just goop <laughs> it's like uh yeah it kind of reminds me a little bit of slimer but also a little bit of just uh slimier than slimer yeah. right yeah <laughs> just grosser yeah gelatinous <laughs> describes him perfectly he's like a he's like a big ball of snot i don't know or phlegm it's just yeah anyway vinegar teeth you got to look at it uh, it was a nominee for Best uh, Science Fiction Sci-Fi Fantasy, one of the categories I forget for a Sunspot Award this year. Um, but also, uh, Troy Nixie directed a film that was actually written by Guillermo del Toro called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. And you got to check it out. I, I really enjoyed Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, and I don't say that about a lot of horror movies. Uh, we talk about that and his life and so much more, Troy Nixie and I. Please check it out on the Sunspots Comics podcast feed. And there are a bunch more interviews that are coming and a bunch of other spotlighting interviews that are already there on our feed. So go check them out. And if you work in the comic book industry or trying to break into the comic book industry like myself, let's have a chat about some comic books. Maybe we can even help you just get the word out about your comic book. So send me a message and a review copy of your comic book to my email, chris at sunspotscomics.com, or message me at sunspotscomics so that we can set that up. So now, on to the heart and soul, the centerpiece, the main event of the Sunspots Comics podcast, which is our comic book recommendations. We are about to share with you our favorite picks of the new comic books that just came out on New Comic Book Day, Wednesday, January 9th. Yeah, we do a little bit of spoiler-ish, semi, not really. What we're really trying to do is just get you as excited as we are to read these comics. So, super duper light, kind of spoiler-ish, not really, but we, we do talk about them. So <laughs> I just, love that. Just know. <laughs> just know. But we, we're spoiler sensitive is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But really well, don't I know worry. you don't like spoilers, so I, I assume other people don't, and I definitely don't want to. I want you to get hyped to read it. I don't want you to say, oh, sweet, now I know everything. Uh, don't need to read it. Right. I think I'm actually allergic to spoilers. I have like a prescription for spoilers. I get sneezy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and before we get into the top comics, by the way, let's now announce this week's artist winner and cover artist winner of the week. Every week we pick what we believe to be the best comic book art of the week. So you got to put your eyeballs on these now. You will be so happy that you did. And this week, uh, Ian and I actually made the same artist pick of the week, which is awesome. And we chose different cover artist winners. So here we go. This week's cover artist winner of the week for me is Daniel Warren Johnson, a Murder Falcon issue number four. 
I love, I love, love, love that on this cover, Murder Falcon is just standing there at the the feet or whatever these things are, the feetish looking things of this giant kaiju monster, and he's just ready to fight with nothing but his rock infused metal arm. He's just standing there. What did you think of that? Oh man, totally awesome. I think uh, every single cover of these have been just over the top metal, just awesomeness. Yes. I can it will... hear the guitar wailing in, in my head. Right. Zhagagung, zhagagagagung. I can just, I hear it, I feel it, right? It's all there, and yeah. I agree. It's just, if you don't even necessarily have to really love metal, but you just hear it, you know? And if, if metal's in your heart, then this will just make your heart happy. Um, but the colors, the colors are just wonderful. I, I also love how the art just fills the entire cover. Do you dig that? Yeah, it fills everything up. There's no... Uh... You know, nothing nothing on the sides. It's just, it's in your face. There's there's no uh, no space unused, which, yeah. which I really like. No dead spots, no bordering, nothing. It's just, it just yeah. totally fills it. You got to see the cover for that alone. And uh, and it's gorgeous. This I love the this horrifying, <laughs> I guess kind of beautiful, menacing eye that's just staring at you in the very center of the page, right? Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's supposed to be one of the main uh, kaiju type devil thingies that they fight. Uh, but yeah, it's just scary as hell. And Murder Falcon's so small compared to it, but you know that he's just you know super ba, and he's like, I'm gonna take you on. Yeah, I just gotta hear that super bad shred and let's go. Yeah, a Van Halen eruption always comes to mind, like kind of initially, and then it changes off. But right, he's just standing there at the f- the feet of this giant kaiju as he's ready to go to battle, and yeah, and this eye is just just impending doom, staring down on him, and it's just it's just iconic and beautifully colored and just glorious. That's why Daniel Warren Johnson's Murder Falcon issue number four is my cover artist winner of the week. So for me, I went with Bitterroot because I feel like uh, Chuck Brown, Sanford Green on the um, the art, and then uh, Rico Renzi and Sanford Green also do coloring. Yeah, like a whole it big team like, effort there going on. I love it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the cover is like, uh, it, it's these monsters and stuff, but it was one of the main characters who, uh, who I love the most is like the grandma of the group. But she's just old, weathered, and you could tell that she is just, you know, one of the, you know, one of the most, most scary people you don't want to mess with type thing. Like, like the, um, the grumpy grandma, you know yes. what I mean? She yeah. gives like a, like a Yoda vibe to me too. Right. Yeah, totally. Totally. Cause she's, you know, she looks feeble ish, but then, you know, she's got on the cover, she's got this crazy staff that seems to have these red kind of glowing gems on it or something. Yeah, and, yeah, and she just looks like she. It's that moment when Yoda puts the his staff down and takes the lightsaber out on whatever it was uh, episode three, I think, and goes nuts yeah. on Count Dooku. Yeah, that's totally the feel I get too. And the uh, the monsters in the background and in the forefront that are just surrounding her, they're all done so well and they're so scary that uh, I just yeah I had to pick this for my for my uh, cover art. And just so well shadowed to where you know they're behind her, right? But then every monster has like a different look and face and horns and teeth. Like they, yeah, yeah, and they're all super scary too. Yeah, it was it was a super great cover. It it was definitely a runner up for me. It was right there with uh, Daniel Warren Johnson. So great pick, man! Fantastic. And this week's artist winner of the week, we actually both agreed on the artist winner of the week. By the way, this week's artist winner of the week is Daniel Warren Johnson of Murder Falcon issue number four. I mean, what can we say? His art, to me, just keeps getting better and better with every issue. 
I love right from the get-go the very solemn light blue and white page with a black background on page one. Did you love that? Yeah, yeah, because it uh, to me it kind of it it captures the emotion. Yes, and it kind of it lets you know that. Um, well, for me anyway, it kind of gave me that uh, that flashback feel. Yes, you know what I mean. Absolutely, and knowing it's a flashback when they do that and they change the hue, change the color, change the sort of focal yeah. point. I yeah, love that. Exactly. It so, sets yeah, like right a, off the bat, it, it gave me that feeling, and I knew. I was like, okay, I think I know where we're at in the story. Yeah. Even the subtle little thing when he pulls the ring off and it says pull, like the little word pull is right there. Right? Yeah. Just that subtle little thing to kind of help us even just feel more immersed into this story. And right from the get-go for me, it set like this very quiet mood, right? This very kind of somber tone. And then page two is an explosion of bright colors, right? Just boom. Right. And um, to me, I think that's that's why I had to pick him is that he his his storylines and stuff his dialogue all that's really great but you can tell first and foremost he is a visual storyteller and it like man it really shows through his stuff and it's just the the panel placements the uh the just everything about the visual storytelling is just so on point i had to pick him yeah he's become daniel warren johnson has become one of my favorite artists of all time now. He's creeped into that list for me. You know, he's in yeah, the he's in yeah, the top ten. So yeah, so it, it his splash pages are mind melting, right? Out of this world. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. There is mind melting, like you said, as a Van Halen riff. Yes, <laughs> you just you can't help but hear Eddie Van Halen and you know Metallica, etc. But right. his splash pages, and I'm kind of with you. Sometimes I want a little more meat to the story. But when that, but whenever he does a splash page, I'm just like, yes, I'll just stop and I look at it and get nerd giddy. And I just love his splash pages. They're just perfection, in my opinion. And top it off with this perfection, how he just perfectly, of course, uses and places his action lettering. Right. Daniel Warren Johnson is the 2018 Sunspot Award winner for best comic book letterer. Well deserved. Right. Oh Yeah. He uh, the action the action stuff that he does, like the poll and the, um, there's this one, this one big page where uh, murder Falcon's going at somebody and there's like a going across the top of the screen. And, uh, yeah, it's just fantastic lettering, man. Yeah. And the, the scree that comes in the background of pages yep, when these monsters yep. are there, you just almost hear exactly. it and feel it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well-deserved, uh, winner of the best letter of 2018 for, uh, from the Sunspots comics podcast. But I, I think what it boils down to uh, that I absolutely love just every single look on our main character Jake's face, right? Every look because yeah, he sells um, the emotion in every panel, right? Oh, yeah. And that's that again to me is the visual storytelling. He knows uh, he knows the emotion to give Jake every time. And it, oh, yeah. man. And he has to sell it. It's got to be realistic looking. It's got to be right on point to really carry the emotional weight of the panel. And he nails it, right? Yeah, he almost always has the um, <clears throat> he almost always has the good like somber face. Yes, right. Like he's very very somber through most of it, and I think I think he's starting to gain his confidence back, and I think that shows through the visual, facial visuals and stuff. Like, yes, yeah, subtly, like, right? Slowly, yeah, he's kind of the yeah. weight is lifting from his shoulders slowly when the, yeah, as the band's coming time, back together. <laughs> yeah, and every time the Falcon uh, Murder Falcon does something cool or. You know, and he, he just gets one more notch up uh, the confidence level, and yeah, it's good. 
Yes, Murder Falcon. It's glorious, folks. Folks, trust us. Get it. Look at it. Uh, your eyes will be happy. Your heart will smile. Uh, that is why Daniel Warren Johnson's Murder Falcon, issue number four, is our artist winner of the week. Absolutely. And the breakdown. Uh, I had, this week I had a pull list of 25 comics. How many did you read? I beat you by one, buddy. I got 26. Ah, you win it again. Uh, <laughs> and only four of those 25 and 26 comics made it to the Great Ones recommendation list. That's right. It's not easy to make our Sunspots comics top list. It's tough. And new number ones. There were actually four new number ones that I read this week. How many did you have? Uh, I only read one new number one. Ah. And of those new number ones, zero made it to the top pick list. That's right. They got to be great or they don't make our list. They got to be great. And before we jump into the top picks, by the way, uh, you have an honorable mention. What comic book is worthy of such an honor? Uh, Bitterroot. Um, Excellent. For me, yeah, for me, Bitterroot has been, uh, it's only three issues in, but for me, it's been very consistently good, uh, especially the art. So uh, I definitely had to go with Bitterroot for uh, for an honorable mention because it, it's very honorable. It's a good book. Yeah, tell the people if they haven't read uh, Bitterroot yet. This is issue number three you're giving honorable mention of. Give us like the quick gist for, for folks that haven't read it so they kind of understand what Bitterroot's all about. Uh, it's uh, an African-American family back in, I think, the 20s, uh, like 1920s, 30s Harlem. And they uh, fight uh, monsters called Genus or... Yeah, Janu. Yep. Janu's. Uh, it's uh, it's very like uh, based in African American lore, I believe. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, just like I said, the art is fantastic. The way that uh, the way that Green and uh, Green and uh, Brown do their mm-hmm. art. Uh, oh man, it's, it's cool. Splash pages are excellent when when there are some. They have these. Uh, this issue had a splash page that was uh, like a cops breaking up a party and stuff that oh um, yeah yeah it was just like a like stopping and uh, and having fun in a juke joint or something yeah exactly you're like a speakeasy or something and Mm -hmm. uh, oh man just the whole page is just brilliant and beautiful yeah it's uh, one you got to stop and look at there's a whole lot of detail going on there like just a lot yeah and uh as far as the story goes uh for me I, i like to see diversity in comics you know because it it gives me a different perspective, you know, because yeah. I, I mean, I love Thor and stuff, but there's only so much Norse uh, Norse gods I can read until I'm like, okay, let's they give me something new and give to me something else, new sure. and fresh and and fun and brilliant art, uh, great storytelling. And I think issue three, I think for me, issue one was like, wow. And then issue two is like, okay, I kind of see what's going on, but now issue three is getting back into that wow area for me. So I had to had to uh, honorable mention it. Yeah, it's it's a it's one that's growing for me. It's been a slow burn for me, so I'm with you. Thanks for recommending it. I kind of passed first on first issue, and you said, "No, nah, I really give it a go." And I'm glad you told me to stick with it. I think I got a feeling issue number four is going to break into the top pick list for sure. But a definite honorable mention uh, to Bitterroot. So thank you for sharing that. Appreciate it. Check it out. Check Bitterroot out, folks. Yeah, give it a look. So here we are now, our top comic book recommendations. Here we go. This is our list of what we consider to be the best of the new comic books that just came out. New Comic Book Day, January 9th. We strongly recommend you go and buy these comic books now at your local comic book shop. What uh, local comic book shop do you support out there in the Washington area? I go to this one called Stargazers in Tacoma. Uh, my buddies Jeremy and uh, Damien, they... 
uh, so my girlfriend went uh, when I first started going there. She went there and said, "Hey, um, Ian, um, his birthday is coming up, and I just don't really know what to get him." Damien sat and spent like probably 20 minutes with my girlfriend going over my pull list, looking at all the stuff that I pull, talking to her about what I like. Yeah, I mean, these guys are just amazing. They'll chat with you. They'll get you something that you like. They'll they'll chat with you until they find out what you like. You know what I mean? Like they they take the time. They care. They they're just excellent guys, man. That's cool. You know, Wednesdays are a treat for me. So. Yeah, well, I enjoyed the one time I visited there, and I look forward to seeing it again. So thank you, Stargazers and Tacoma. Check them out if you're in that area. I support uh, Comic Madness in Ontario, California. Hello to the owners, Lee and Jeremy. We both have Jeremy's, by the way, uh, in our shops. Um, by the way, Jeremy is working on a variant cover of my comic book, Zombie Destroyers, issue number one. And I can't wait to see what it looks like when it's all done, Jeremy. you gotta got to hook it up soon. Uh, but please follow Jeremy at SkeletonKing82. And uh, please support your local comic book shops today, folks. Please, we guarantee you there is always going to be something. There's going to be a comic book for everyone. So support your local comic book shops. So as we said, there were four great comic books this week that we recommend. So here we go into the countdown. Coming in at number four is Blackbird, issue number four. And this is from Image Comics. Oh, it's issue number three. Sorry, Blackbird issue number three from Image Comics. Uh, written by Sam Humphreys, who I, lately I've been loving Sam Humphreys on the DC Daily Show on the DC Universe app. He is just so refreshing to listen to. He's so knowledgeable in the area of comic books. If you get a chance, check Sam Humphreys out on the DCU app for the DC Daily Show. And lovely, ridiculous art from Jen Bartel. Man, her art was just lovely. What did you think of this? Oh, man, it's so, like, high class. That's what I think when I see her art. It's just... Uh... Right? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I, I want to drink tea and have my pinky finger up and, and, you know, have a crumpet or something. Like when I, it does feel, I don't know, it just feels European and high class. You're right. Yeah. I almost, I wonder how she's able to make uh, deadlines with this kind of art. Like I look at it and I feel like each page takes a year to do. <laughs> it would be so yeah. good. <laughs> she's just blessed with an amazing skill. Like it's hard to yeah. describe, right? But it's, it's very just super clean lining. And then very modern in fashion, right? It is yeah, it, yeah. And the character design is so uh, it's so like each character is so unique that uh, I, yeah, I just don't get it. And but but she makes the mom and the sisters and stuff. They all look similar, but but unique. It's I just don't get how she does it. She Maybe. has a, a kind of a in the vein of they're very different in style. But Babs Tar, you know Babs Tar. I think so. What She's done she... Bad Girl a lot, and she oh, did yeah, like yeah. Motor Crush. Oh, Motor Crush was good, yeah. Right? She kind of seems, they have different styles, but they seem to have that same, similar kind of modern fashion and very clean-lined look, and European style almost, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. Yes, but I, I love it. I, I love the uh, the map. I'm always a sucker for maps, but they have this map of Los Angeles that lays out this territory of the four families of magic, and I, I'm just a sucker for that. And it kind of lays out like where I live uh, in 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 response to like where the map is and such is uh, you know one corner of the uh, the northern part of the map. That's I forgot who or who who whose territory that was, but I just dig that that tiny little nod to a, you know a realistic place in the world. And I happen to be kind of on the top part of that map. That's kind of cool. <laughs> but uh, I just dig the, the the whole concept 
Uh, did you like the little part about how they? It, it's ultimately kind of they've revealed kind of what the the hardcore sort of concept is, sort of in that there's like this arms race, like this magician's arms race for these magic crystals. It's kind of like you know the crystals being the the nuclear arms race part of it. Did you dig that concept? Yeah, I, I like that, and I liked uh, when she uh, no spoilers, but she finds out about some of that. Uh, the main character. And, yeah, uh, I like her her response. Right. And our, and our main character here, which I forgot her name, she is kind of reluctantly joining this world of magic. And they kind of hit her with spells to forget stuff. But she's strong and she's not forgetting anything. Did you pick up that little tag of it? Because they like go, they go forget or they say something and she never forgets. <laughs> yeah, because it's happened several times. And I think uh, I think where he's going with this, of course, Sam is an excellent writer. But uh, I think where he's going with it is... She's the chosen one. Super powerful. Yeah. She's going to be the chosen one and and whatnot. But uh, of course, he's a super good writer. You don't bet on anything with a good writer like Humphreys. Yeah. She's going to be like the Neo of magic. Yeah. Turn on its head, though. You never know. True. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Because I love the the realistic problem she has in this and that they show her having, you know, her, her struggle with her addiction to pills. You know, there's at one point where she has like these magic crystals in one hand and then like these narcotics in the other hand and she's kind of like do I want to go into this world of magic or do I just want to retreat into my you know into a high mental state and just forget about it you know she's like battling with that I really like that yeah me too I said that to me that's the uh, the human aspect of it the emotional aspect of it that um, again Sam Humphreys what a excellent writer because he he gives me these these like chilling feelings of humanity yeah. wrapped up in this world of like magical craziness, you know? And I like that. It grounds it, you know, in, yeah. a, in a way. Yeah. And it gives it, it for me, it gives me more of a, um, I guess like a grounding, but it, it makes me relate more to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the reveal that happens in this is, is so emotional and just believable. I, I think, and I don't want to spoil the big reveal, but, I think it's believable and, and very emotional because of, of the beautifully drawn facial emotions, right? Yeah, again, we have another uh, artist who is just stellar at the visual storytelling, man. Yeah. Wow, Bartles is just, Bartles is so good. Yeah, wow. she's great. Thank you, Jen Bartel, for your lovely art. Yeah. But uh, this is my favorite of the of the issues here. Like, it just kind of gets better and better for me. It was a slow burn, and, I, and here we are, and I'm, I really, really enjoyed uh, this issue, I, I think it was the best of them so far. It's just been great. Yeah, I, I would get behind that for sure. Yes, and uh, and also that it, the story kind of kicks up to a grander scale. I like that. You know, it, it without revealing, it just it opens up here. Some things are explained as to this world of magic that's kind of happening to Los Angeles, and things that are you know uncovered that are uh, that have always been there. That if with a certain eye you can see, but the story opens up. It gets to a, a more epic and grander scale here. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. And I I have a feeling that it's just going to keep climbing. Yeah, I, I think so. I think this is where it really kicks in right here, folks. So jump into Blackbird. Uh, it was our runner-up, for my runner-up for Artist Winner of the Week for Jen Partell. It was just gorgeous. But yeah, um, it is issue number four. I said three earlier. I don't know why. It's Blackbird issue number four. <laughs> but now here we go. On to the top three comic book recommendations of the week. Here go the big three. Coming in at number three is The Last Siege, issue number eight. And this is from Image Comics. This is written by Landry D. Walker and art by Justin Greenwood. And I think uh, it's Q. 
Landry Q Walker. Q, sorry. Yep. Thank you. And what did you think of the siege issue eight? This is the finale. What did? What were your thoughts on it? Uh, as far as finales go, I thought it was excellent. It was great. Um, I was partial to this right off the bat because of Justin Greenwood. I think his art is just fantastic, and I uh, I met him at a, uh, a library conference in San Francisco. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I was like walking around this conference, and uh, I saw this comic book, and I was like, oh, what's that? It was a comic book called The Fuse. And oh, cool. He had, uh, yeah, he had some... Uh, he had some trades of the first two arcs, and uh, I bought the first two arcs. He signed them for me. He was a super cool fella, and uh, yeah, I went home, read those arcs, and they were they were fantastic, man. The Fuse was a really good book, and he drew it really well. So, uh, so I was automatically drawn to this by him. But that's um, cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was really cool. And then, interesting enough, when I got into this, I was like, okay, uh, I don't know really what I was expecting. But I knew it was a fantasy. But I think Landry uh, Landry Walker has has a a way of he has a way of making uh, conflict, you know, with the main uh, the main character in the first few the first few uh, pages of the first issue. Mm-hmm. He made a like he he tied that in with the ending. Yes, so eight issues where he has this beginning that ties in perfectly with the ending, and it like. Oh, so satisfying of a wrap-up. This was definitely one that's going to collect together very well, right? To read all eight issues in one shot? Yeah, I hope uh, I hope they come out with the trade soon because I feel, like, I feel like I should tell people this is one of the few times where you want to go and get the trade because it is just such a good read from front to end that, yeah, they'll enjoy it. Yeah, I think... Uh, it, it... It's stories like these that sometimes make me feel like the the distribution of comics should maybe change. They should maybe do it, I don't know, both ways sometimes for, for, for you know, or when you're at the midpoint, when the fourth issue comes out, you can just read all eight or something. You know, like, I think uh, it, it's kind of odd sometimes to wait for a story like this monthly, but um, it was yeah. that good, I think. It was that it was that good. I just wanted to not wait for it, and I, that's a testament to the storytelling, but I think what was refreshing was there was no supernatural entity. I think that's what I was thinking was going to happen early on, was, okay, where's the demon? Where's the, the rift in the sky? Where's the, you know, what's when's, when's this uh, strange, uh, you know, arm going to come out of the ground and, and grab a leg and, you know, and there was none of that. Yeah, this yeah. is or this. When is Gandalf going to show up and be right. magical? Or yeah, when's the big lightning bolt coming? And there's none of that. It's just kind of refreshing in a way that it's just Last Siege is just a, a good old fashioned hack and slash fun, you know, in the area of like a a good sort of King Arthur tale without Merlin. You know, it's just a uh, it 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 comes down to this nasty king is trying to just uh, you know conquer as much as he possibly can, and there's one last last small castle holding on it's that 300 element right it's it's 50 versus 300 and that's what it comes down to and there's a rightful heir to the throne and this king wants nothing to do but cut her head right off right yeah exactly and there's one guy one our main guy just hanging on to uh the premise of the old and the and the in the you know the sentiment of good that he will battle the odds and and die for for this princess to to be the rightful heir to you know to this land and it's it's the last two or three issues almost has zero words in it, right? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the one before the number seven, I think I don't think that had any. Or maybe I think like zero, and then six. The yeah, I think six had nothing either. And 
Yeah. I, it, so it's a fast read. I think that's also why uh, when it was over, I was like, no, I want more. They go really quick. Yeah, that's true. And the brutal scene, the fight scene between the king and our hero uh, with the young princess there, uh, you're just, you're, it's gripping, right? You're like, your fingers are crossed that you wanted to kind of have this happy ending and it kind of doesn't look like it's gonna, you know, and no spoilers, but uh, man, it was an intense fight scene, right? Visceral. Yeah, yeah, very intense. And like I said, at the end, everything, everything culminates and comes together in a way that is just, for me, was extremely satisfying. Yes, I agree. And a lot of uh, endings of, uh, and this seems like a hard ending, by the way, of, of, of anything. So whatever, no matter what it is, comic book stories, TV shows, movies, uh, you know, a lot of them aren't very good. This was a great finale, I, yeah, I, I yeah, felt. I agree. So, yeah, get uh, The Last Siege, folks. Get it all. Only eight issues. Get it immediately. And uh, coming in at number two is Aliens, Dust to Dust, issue number four. This is also a finale. This is the end. This is from Dark Horse Comics, and this is everything done by Gabriel Hardman, uh, which I respect, and it's had some uh, release issues. It hasn't been quite right on time, but now it's done, so if you're just jumping in, you can get all four. It's going to be collected very soon. You'll have to get them in single issue now, but uh, Gabriel Hardman, uh, his art is just gritty and dark and intense, right? Oh, absolutely, and that's a, that's another one where you got to give guys like this credit, man. Like, way to go! I can't imagine doing one thing on a comic book, let alone uh, everything. Right, it's a Daniel Warren Johnson thing, right? He's just yeah, the script, the art, the lettering, the everything, the coloring, and that's why oh, no, this uh, one has coloring. gone a little further in release. But go ahead. Oh, coloring was Rain. Oh yes, Barredo. Barredo. Yeah. That's right. So he, look, he's you know he didn't do the coloring, but man, still to wear all the hats is is difficult. But uh, Aliens Dusted Us, by the way, is a 2018 Sunspot Award nominee for best comic book in the science fiction category. It's this is amazing. It's just it's dark, it's gritty, it's action packed, it's nonstop. This thing will just keep you at the edge of your seat, right? Yeah, the action is is quite palpable. It's uh, it's done really well. Yeah, it's just, it's so kinetic. Hardly any words. You could read all four issues, I think, in like 10 minutes. There's, these just go by really, really fast. And uh, one concept that I absolutely loved was the the mother's love that's infused into this alien and actually protecting the young boy named Maxon. He's our main character. I thought that was just a great new twist on Xenomorphs. And why hasn't anyone thought of this before? Yeah, that's kind of weird. It's probably because they're so brutal and hardcore that nobody's ever thought to use them any other way, you know. Yeah. But I think wow, that's just that's just great. I think they should take it one step further with that, right? That one that actually kind of that even maybe will talk, you know, and and uh and just be this protector. Like I just I want more of that concept where it's the because this alien burst out of the chest of of young Maxon's mom. She, you know, he carries residual, or he or she, whatever the alien's uh, gender, uh, residual DNA from the from its host, and sort of protects Maxon when he's just trying to live and escape and get off this planet that's just infested with xenomorphs. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, w- were you just on the edge of your seat as much as I was on this, just right till the end? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, <laughs> definitely. Especially uh, for me coming in, <clears throat> I was pleasantly surprised because uh, for me, I, I hadn't been reading this. And I jumped in on four just so I could keep up with uh, with one of your picks. And I was reading this, and I was like, oh, my God, I, now I see why you picked this. Because uh, 
Yeah, it was a thrill ride from start to finish. Yeah, and he, and Maxon's just trying to get to the escape pod. There's aliens on his tail. This planet is destroyed. There's a big surprise at the end, which I'm not even gonna to even go there. But uh, this this would this four issue miniseries would make a perfect alien movie, right? Like they should have done this. Yeah, totally. There's yeah, this but... one this one part where he's uh, taking the head of of an android, and he's just standing there with his like. Uh, club or whatever in the head of an android it's just like oh my god epic panel yeah and as the alien like uh, comes around the corner and bursts through and it's like also they do a great job which i won't say what it is but of being able to identify this um you know mother infused dna xenomorph right you you quickly see it and identify when they all look the same yeah yeah but you can go oh that's uh mother mother alien there but man, great surprising at the end of this. It's a hard end. Uh, it doesn't feel like it leaves any opening here. It would be a perfect Alien movie. If you're a fan of the Alien franchise, or even if you're not, uh, pick up Dust to Dust. It's just phenomenal. It's from Dark Horse. It's great stuff. Gabriel Hardman, you got to check it out, right? Fantastic. Yeah, give it a look, man. You'll be you'll be surprised uh, in a good way. Yes, yeah, so you can read all four issues in like 10 minutes. Just read them all. They're fantastic. Aliens Dust to Dust. Gotta, you got to get it. But here we go now, on to the number one top comic book pick of the week. It's the Jedi Master, the King, the Supreme Leader. The number one top comic book pick of the week is Murder Falcon, issue number four. This is from Image Comics. This is, of course, everything done by the master, Daniel Warren Johnson. Uh, Mike Spicer helps out uh, as the colorist. And uh, even uh, you just you, you got to look at it. It's from from top to bottom. This is the best. It's a 2018 Sunspot Award winner for the best fantasy comic book. And uh, tell me your thoughts of Murder Falcon Four. What did you think? Yeah, it keeps it keeps getting me in my feels, man. <laughs> like, every issue is just more and more feels, and uh, the, like the way that Jake Jake just keeps surprising me, man. Yeah, everything about this keeps surprising me. It's just so well written, so well drawn that, yeah, this is shaping up to be one of my favorite comics. Oh, yeah, absolutely, of all time. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's the band coming back together, and they all have sort of personal issues in their lives. We've only gotten into um, Jimmy's, the 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 drummer uh, player, and and Jake's sort of issues that have happened in their lives before this monster invasion, and uh, and it's it I I sort of each issue I'm holding back tears. You know, it's like it, the opening sequence of Jake throwing his wedding ring into the lake at the very beginning just crushed my heart. <laughs> yeah, me too. I get, like I was saying, man, in the fields, I was like, Oh no. I was like, is this, is this how this episode or this, uh, uh, issue is going to be? Cause man, I don't want to cry. <laughs> right. You don't, you want to have some metal fun, but I mean, it, I think that's part of its genius is mixing in that metal fun and, some of that maybe maybe cheese uh, you know that's happening there with the with the rock element that I absolutely love though I I don't care I'll give me more cheese um, yeah yeah it's <laughs> but, all about the balance you know it is it's a great balance and I love how from that solemn opening of the, the throwing the ring into the lake a quick it fliply just very fast flips into this heartwarming moment of uh, the band Bruticus reuniting in a diner right it's just shred tastic. <laughs> 
exactly what I picture a heavy metal band doing is just sitting around eating pancakes and drinking coffee. Yep, at a diner, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing but, more metal than breakfast, right? <laughs> nothing more metal than breakfast. Well said. <laughs> and then we get right back into this face-melting metal kaiju mayhem, right? As, as the villain Magnum Chaos, great name, right? Uh, wants to just widen the rift that's open in the sky to destroy the planet Earth. <laughs> I love the the design of Magnum Chaos. What did you think of him? Yeah, uh, he's scary looking. Yeah. Cre- creepy looking. <laughs> he's mostly just one big eye and then like a like a red fleshy open wound. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah, looking like a like a red. Uh, I don't even know, like a contorted devil thing, maybe. Yeah, I a little know. carnage, even. Yeah, right. Almost it's symbiote. Very well designed, though. Yeah, I love it. Like the skin is just all sort of burnt and damaged. Yeah, it, it looks like an open wound. Is with an eye, big giant eyeball, like a, with a, at the top of it. It's just, it's just great. And and there is a humongous surprise twist surprise that I did not see coming in this. We're not going to spoil it, but did your jaw drop? Oh, absolutely, man. That's to me. I was like, okay, now because he hits you in the feels. Uh-huh. And then he drops this bomb. It uh, it threw me off, man. And now I'm like, well, great. Now I got to wait another uh, month to figure out where this goes. Because I'm like, no, this is one of those instances where I'm like, no, right. I need more. Give it all to me now. But no, yeah. comic books make us wait. I know it's horrible, but uh, but that's when you know it's really that good, right? When you get that feeling. A lot of times I don't. I'm like, okay, fine. See you in a month. You know, to yeah, stuff. Yeah, and for me, this is one of those ones where. Um, a lot of the times, I kind of forget issue to issue what's going on. Murder Falcon, to me, I always remember. Yes. So that's another thing for me is where I'm like, I pick it up the next month, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Jake was doing this. And, uh-huh. you know, the the last kaiju they fought looked like this. And it was, you know, uh, because a lot of milestone type things have happened, like him getting the band back together. Mm-hmm. Bruticus. First two. You know, and then uh, and then this is like, oh wow! And we're only four issues in. I can't believe it. It feels like uh, it feels like we've been with Jake through through everything. Yeah, and they feel like meteor issues. It feels like we've had a lot more content than four issues. That's just a, a testament to Daniel Warren Johnson's like packed storytelling style, right? Yeah, exactly. And like we were saying, I think it has to do with the with the way he packs storytelling in both aspects of dialogue and story, but also through the visuals. Yes. It, it feels like you get so much more out of it, you know, you so. do, you do. And like, it's all about those simple, those, the, the subtle close-ups on everyone's face that really just sell the emotions. That's, that's what we're buying into. That's where the feels come in all that, but hats off to Mr. Daniel Warren Johnson. Yeah. Uh, we never want this to end um, <laughs> ever. Daniel Warren, so sorry you have to write yeah. it until you die. Yep, keep going forever. Right. <laughs> and then, uh, man, not only with the the reveal and twist, but the cliffhanger ending. Oh my gosh! Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, that's this one hurts my heart because you know, I, like, I want to spoil it. Yeah, I want to know, but yeah, <laughs> we have to wait. I want to email Daniel and be like, "Can you just tell me what happens?" <laughs> I think I'll do that. Just tell me so I can sleep. You know, but <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> But, uh, man, thank you, Daniel Warren Johnson. Thank you, Murder Falcon and the Murder Falcon team, which is mostly Daniel Warren Johnson. But, man, this is just – it's top-notch. It's A-plus. Get it, folks. Murder Falcon, trust me, it's uh, you know it's, it's got a heart of metal, 
It's <laughs> and it's a ton of fun and it's just lovely. Um, Murder Falcon, our number one pick of the week, easily. Uh, Murder Falcon issue number four. But uh, there you have it, folks. Those are our new comic book recommendations for New Comic Book Day, January 9th. Let's lock the comic book vault door. There we go. Please go to a local comic book shop and buy all of these comics immediately. You're spending your money correctly if you do, right? Oh, most definitely. Gotta well, keep these guys afloat, man. Definitely put some put some change in their pockets. If you have any questions, comments, or you want any, maybe maybe you want to, like your own personal comic book recommendation, just email us directly. Me at Chris at sunspotscomics.com or Ian. Uh, ebombs at gmail. E b o m b s. And to see the Sunspots Comics universe encapsulated in one place with all of our favorite picks of the week since May of 2015, just go to sunspotscomics.com. Click on the pull list. You'll see the just updated 90 comic book titles. I went from 100 to 90. What do you have in your comic book pull list? Yeah, I'm over 100, but uh, I haven't been taking out any of the ones that have ended like Last Siege, so... I'm nice. not 100% sure, but yeah, over 100. <laughs> I just cleared mine out, went through it with a fine-tooth comb. So mine are updated. It's there on sunspotscomics.com. Just click on pull list. I'm at 90. And also click on top comic book picks of the week. You'll see every past top comic book pick. They're all there. I update the site every week. I'm very proud of it. Please go check out sunspotscomics.com. Yeah, you should be. I actually went to your uh, I went to your website the other day just to kind of look around and um, read or listen to some of the older podcasts. Uh, listen to myself oh i sound horrible i don't know <laughs> but yeah you, you should be proud of your website man it's really cool oh thanks it's done really well it's not it's a simple and easy breezy you can go there click a few things it's not crazy but uh thank you for the kind words man you're getting better don't be hard on yourself you're new at this so as time goes along you'll be looking back and laughing as i do when i listen to those old ones i'm like man what was i what was i doing <laughs> right <laughs> but uh it's a learning thing man we'll just think of where we'll be 100 issues from now it's gonna be crazy right. But uh, please also um, thank you to our sponsor, Cryptid Zoo. My buddy Julian hand makes these awesome augmented reality t-shirts. They're based on cryptozoology. You take your smartphone and this HP reveal app and every single Cryptid t Zoo t-shirt will come to life. It's crazy. You got to see this. Uh, most importantly, go to cryptidzoo.com and use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you'll get 25% off your order. That's right. Go to cryptidzoo.com. Also, by the way, um, I talked to Julian over there, and uh, we're talking about getting that shirt you wanted on the last podcast you mentioned. So, uh, yes, yes. Keep a look at your mailbox. All right. <laughs> thanks, but, Julian. Yeah, thanks, Julian. Thank and uh, yeah, and uh, also tune in next week for the issue number one ninety two of the Sunspots Comics podcast. Uh, on my pull list for next week, I've got twenty two brand new comics to read for New Comic Book Day, January sixteenth. How many do you have? I've only got 19. Hey, I got you beat by a little bit. Yeah. And there's three new number ones coming out that I'm definitely going to grab. How many new number ones do you have? I have zero number ones. Zip. Wow. Yeah. Well, all the oldie goldies. Yeah, I got a few number twos. Ah, there you go. Nice. Almost. Sort of. Sort of. A couple. And also, don't forget our Sunspots Comics pledge. We will read a ton of comics. We'll read them all and only tell you about the greatest ones of the new comic book so you can save some time and save some money. It's all about saving the do-re-mi, right? Oh, absolutely, man. And uh, the money that you do spend, we want it to be, be spent well. Yes, and it will if you follow our top picks, man. Some great stuff yeah. there. And please help us out. Tell a nerdy loved one about the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Please give us a five-star review on iTunes with some positive words. If you do so, I'll give you a shout-out on a future podcast, and I will mail you a comic book prize pack. It's just a... 
kind of a little small token of my appreciation, uh, like I will be for the podcast listener, Hysterical and Witty. Thanks again, by the way, Hysterical and Witty. And by the way, every link, every website that Ian and I discuss, everything is on the podcast notes, so please go check those notes out. I spent a lot of time putting them there, and I'll give you links to everything. But uh, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Thanks to, thank the people, Ian. Hey, thanks, everybody. We really <laughs> appreciate it. We sincerely do. Thank you so much. Now go spend some quality time with the ones you love by reading comic books together. Be water, my friends. To be continued. To be continued. To be continued. Bye-bye.